welcome to another episode of Nights of the Roundtable Podcast. Uh, as always, we want to thank y'all for y'all's listenership, sharing, likes, comments. Uh, thank y'all for getting the word out, the replay value. Thanks for listening to us on uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, streaming us on Spotify, iHeartRadio. You know, again, thank you for all your continued support. Uh, the most recent episode, the Thanksgiving Podcast, did some large numbers. So a lot of y'all was listening to it while y'all was preparing your Thanksgiving meals and probably had the family over and chilling and doing all sorts of good stuff. So we appreciate y'all again um, for, you know, y'all's participation in getting this podcast taken off like it has. Uh, so again, thank y'all everywhere you're listening to um, here in the States, uh, Australia, um, China, Great Britain, you name it. Like every, everywhere y'all listen to, we thank y'all for listening. Um, gonna go around the table real quick and introduce everybody that's here this episode. Starting off with Ian. What up? Kurt. Hello. <laughs> Rowley. The start guys in the building. And uh, me, I'm David Ruffin. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we're gonna jump into it real quick and just uh, recap. You know, how was everybody's uh, holiday? How was everybody's Thanksgiving? Or whatever it is you celebrate. It was great. Uh, I mean, uh, not seeing everybody, it sucked, but at the same time, it was, and it might be the first Thanksgiving I had nowhere else to be. Mm-hmm. Literally, we just sat down, all, like, she cooked, I made fried the turkey, I did run and drop off a few plates, but now we literally just sat around all day and got to hang out with each other. So, to me, that was a, uh, it was a great way to do it, minus not seeing everybody, but at the same time. I could sit and relax and not have to worry about being at this place and do I have someplace else to go? I was just at home. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, same way here. At the house chilling, watch football, um, start to grill early, got dinner about one. Just had dinner about two thirty, three o'clock. Um mother in law came over, um my brother in law came over, that was about it. It was cool, you know. Everybody ate good, they were home happy. They um took some extra plates and shit. I said, damn, I'm like, make your own goddamn ribs. <laughs> <laughs> but besides that, it was cool, though, man. <laughs> Good stuff. What you? Uh, I mean, same as everybody else. It was it was good, man. You know, just, it's, it's weird, because, like, you, you, um, so used to being on the move and having to, you know, for, for holidays, all right, I got to go, you know, with my significant other, you know, over their family, and they got to come with my family, or we got to drop, you know what I mean? Like, so, you know, my dynamic is, you know, her son goes over her, you know, his family's house, and then I got to go with her over her family house, and then she come with me over my family house, so that's three different houses, mm-hmm. you know, that's taking up part of the day, so we didn't have to do any of that, so that was, you know, it was cool, like Ian said, encouraged just to be able to sit at home and kind of just enjoy the holiday, you know what I mean, just at home, just relaxing. You know what I mean? Like, so that was, that was a plus, you know, that probably won't ever happen again, hopefully. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Um, only thing I was mad about was um, I only got one slice of cheesecake. That was some bullshit. You know what I mean? Because I usually, my, you know what I mean? That's my thing. I, you know, I eat cheesecake for, for the holidays. And, mm-hmm. you know, my aunt had the cheesecake at her house, but we wasn't leaving the house, so. You know, I was stuck with one little measly ass slice, <laughs> so I'm kind of pissed about that. I but um, struggle slice, man. I get, I get festivity in these words. You know what I mean? Like so, yeah. Other than that, you know what I mean? Thanksgiving was good. I, now I gotta have somebody make me. I gotta have her make me my own cheesecake. You mm-hmm. know that I can eat in a week. 
in three days. Yeah, it would have made it more unique. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, it was good. That's good stuff. <clears throat> yeah, I had a little, little. Uh, it was me and my mom and my uncle. You know, real, you know, quiet uh, Thanksgiving and whatnot. Um, nah, so it was, you know, it was, it was cool, real chill. But uh, you know, like Riley was saying, man, you know, hopefully, um, you know, this be the last Thanksgiving that this pandemic kind of like, you know. Have everybody, you know, kind of like censored now. Yeah, kind of like you know, kept off America. So it was just y'all three. Yeah, it was just us three. So yeah, hopefully, like this uh, pandemic keep everybody. I love you, dude. I love you more. I'm gonna get my mom close. So we go. I want to say it so bad, but I, I ain't gonna say shit. It ain't nothing to say. We uh, <laughs> <laughs> we uh, you know, we just you know, just real real little little chill. Uh, Thanksgiving, you know. Like you said, man, hopefully, like, this this pandemic kind of, like, you know, blow over and then, you know, next Thanksgiving, everybody can get back to the, the family orientation of it all and, you know, kind of go from there. So. I think it might be one more, though, safely. One more pandemic? Yeah. It might what, be. Like, Christmas will be the same way, or? Ain't gonna last till Christmas, then, like. Another year. Another year of this. Then, after, like, next Thanksgiving, things start picking back up with their Black Friday shit, because that's the money up. So, I looked online, I saw um, a report yesterday, it said. Uh, the Black Friday sales, they made $9 billion. Yeah, I can see it. Up 22% from last year. So, I mean, they see the market is just like, wow, we cool. Everybody at home, they gonna spend more shit. Yeah, ain't nobody been spending no money this year. So, yeah. everybody been locked down. I mean, ain't nobody got money to spend. Because, you know, 10 million people unemployed. So, how the hell you got 22% more sales online? Because they've been at home all that time, not yeah. spending the money that they usually spend. Like, so you got to think about this, too. Oh, they, got, they buy shit. I mean, well, they bu- but they're buying because they're not spending. So how much money you how much money you saving on gas? Tons. You know what I mean? How much money you saving on the going out that you used to do yeah, and all that stuff? So all that money they got that they that's been burning a hole in their pocket all this time. Once now they, they can let it loose. And once they did save. Yeah, but the people who didn't save, like, where could they spend it if they wasn't saving it? They buy limits from jump cars and shit. I mean, I see a lot of thirty-day tags out here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did see that Black Friday number because it was was wild. I um. I jumped in on that to spend a little bit of money, but mm-hmm. I, ain't, I ain't go crazy, though. It wasn't really, it wasn't really much out there to buy. <clears throat> I don't know. It was like, for some reason, though, man, like, the Black Friday ads was was, was crap. Like, I ain't really see much of nothing. I know I hit the chat. I was telling mm-hmm. you about the the microphones or whatever that was in there. But, like, you know, going down Amazon and Best Buy, like, it really wasn't, it really wasn't nothing in there to buy. Like, well, I don't think I don't think. That's fair. But I don't, I don't, I don't think a lot of the, a lot of those sales came from, like, the regular... The, you know, the Best Buys, the Walmarts, and stuff like that. It's probably these other companies that's struggling trying to get rid of inventory. That's true. Trying to make a little quick little, you know what I mean, quick little come up and, and just dropping their prices down. Like, all right, I'm going to get rid of this and make some money because I ain't been making no money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So some of it might have just been because of that. I know a lot of companies going to probably be in the red, too, going into, uh, you know, the end of the year because, you know, that's the whole purpose of Black Friday. But, I mean, this pandemic is... is Making everything. I love it. Yeah, I mean, it's a chance, it's a chance to save money. But I'm just letting them hotels start. The, uh, the hotels on the start um, filing foreclosure. <laughs> I'm gonna soup some up. <laughs> I swear. You gonna buy a hotel? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. You gonna turn into the Carter? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got the guns on deck, kid. So I can bring the drugs in too. <laughs> no, my um, for real, I mean, it's like. Hotels, concert venues, everybody wanted to start throwing shit down because like they ain't making no money. 
So I mean, it's, it's a prime opportunity for somebody to come in and two part that shit up on the low, pennies on the dollar. I think when Biden get in the office, though, to be honest with you, not to go political, I think he's going to do some, something's going to happen where the government's going to issue some sort of bailout for a lot of these companies. Is it a 40 acres of Mueller, right? We never going to see that. But uh, <laughs> it's going to be something that's going to happen for these companies that's, you know, struggling. I think also, too, you might end up seeing something where it might be something in the works for small businesses to possibly get some sort of... They're trying that shit, man. All the money needs to run. Well... Different administration. Okay, yeah. You know, you forgot, so, yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. you might have a little something. And, 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 I mean, this is all speculation. We don't know what's happening. So we'll, we'll see what happens around the, uh, right after January 20th. Or as long as something probably pop off before the end of the first quarter next year. But back to your point, though, I do think, to be perfectly honest with you, we, we might end up – I think we might end up being locked down a little bit longer, at least until, like, this time next year. Like, mm-hmm. we just express – I'm – yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> it's getting it's getting hard because I do want to get out and uh, travel. That's the only yeah, part. yeah. And honestly, I'd do that anyway because I ain't stop me. <laughs> Just find me a nice spot to go to. And I ain't gonna slow me down. That's fair. All right, so let's uh let's uh jump into you know some of the things that happened this past week. Um, one thing that happened this past week was uh, Dave Chappelle released the 18 minute. I don't even want to call it a stand-up. He's gotten to the part now where he's he's telling stories, um, and you know once you get to that once you get to that level of a superstar, you can start to pull the curtain back and you know tell what's going on. And he this was probably the most transparent he's been about um, the situation that happened with him at Comedy Central. But it was 18-minute stand-up that he released on Instagram where he uh, talked about. What happened with him in Comedy Central? Um, you know how he was in a position that you know he needed to sign that contract, and um, you know what ended up happening. And uh, if you haven't seen it, <clears throat> um, it's no spoiler. I mean, it's, it's all over social media. Everybody done seen it and talked about it. Um, but basically, he he talked about he was in a position. He was 29 years old. Uh, he was a expecting father. Um, he needed to you know, get a check, and he did what he had to do, and Comedy Central or Viacom basically, you know, signed his likeness and his namesake, and Netflix and HBO Max is now streaming, um, now streaming Chappelle's show, and he went to Netflix, who he has a working partnership with right now, and basically they took it down, which is something that you never see businesses or corporations do, you know, actually caring about their employees. So that was kind of huge for Netflix, even though I was in the middle of season two when they took the shit down. But So they took the Chappelle show down because he wasn't getting paid by Netflix? Netflix had it streaming, and he went to Netflix and basically told them, like, he felt shitty in his words that they were streaming something that he was not getting paid on. So, so what he so he can't oh so he can't even get paid from Netflix for for putting it up. Viacom gets it own. up. He, he, he own. Own. Oh shit! Yeah, Viacom got his name, his not his likeness, but his like he went into the whole spiel about his name and you know different contracts that different artists get signed. Oh, so they they he, they did to him what the music industry does to exactly. everybody else. Pretty, okay. pretty exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, now, as two content creators. 
uh, Curtis and Riley. Um, how does this make you feel? Like you know, I, you, you you post you know your training, your basketball content, you have your music, mm-hmm. uh, your publishing, and your production content. Um, and this is something I wanted to talk to y'all about. How do y'all feel about? Like, do you can you relate to him? Can you understand his angst? Can you understand his agitation? Or do you feel like when you're in that position to sign a contract, being young, you know, eager, hungry, do you take that check initially and look at the now instead of the later? Like, how do how do y'all feel about that? I mean, I go first because mine will be short. Um, if it, if it were me, I mean, it's you know, obviously hindsight is twenty twenty, but. You gotta have the right people around you looking at your stuff. You know what I mean? Like if somebody's getting ready to offer you some money and with you know contingent on you signing some paperwork, then you need to be looking at looking at the contract, you know, with somebody who you trust or who's who's capable of, you know, or qualified to to, to give you the right information. I mean, that's just what it sounds like to me, that he didn't have anybody, you know, kinda look at it and they're like, Okay, well here's a million dollars sign this over and then it just so happened it was worth more than a million dollars mm-hmm. you know what I mean and he's like oh shit damn I got fucked mm-hmm. <laughs> you right. know what I mean so yep. like I mean you just gotta do your, do your due diligence and, and make sure you got as many people helping you you know that, that can to make sure you get what you're supposed to get I mean but you know again you're talking about a guy who signed this how many however many years ago Whoever, you know, who knows what his situation was back then. He's probably like, okay, I'm going to just take this money and then I'll get another contract somewhere else, not knowing that what he signed the contract for was going to be that big. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he's probably like, okay, I can get my show out. All right, cool. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. I don't really do shows that much anyway. I'm, I'm into stand-up and movies and whatever my type of comedy is. Like, So he probably wasn't even thinking about it the way he's thinking about it now. Right. And now that the stuff has resurfaced, it's like it's just a slap in the face to him, him, you know, not him being young and naive, which is, I mean, shit, it happens all the time. Like I said, this same thing happens to everybody, most of the people in the music industry that blew up and not, are now bankrupt. Just so happened he's just in a position where he can still make some more money. So. Yeah. I agree 100% what you just said. He was young, naive. I understand why he did it. He um, had a family, you know. Wife pregnant about having kids, so he like let me secure this bag real quick, get the money, mm-hmm. and do my um do my show. You know, so he didn't expect it to be as big as it was. Mm-hmm. So don't try to make the money back now, because you you know you had a, a good career, you blew up from it. Everybody knew you from the Chappelle show. You made you got a brand now. You're still doing shows, so you was doing stand up on the road, making show um getting paid doing stuff like that, and then you signed a deal with Netflix. You did um you gave. Netflix three specials and they gave you sixty million dollars. Mm-hmm. So for what I see like you had a short term vision to get the bag early, you made some money, now your whole mindset changed like damn, I should got paid more for the project I did already. Like no, you the contract don't say that. You signed your name on the contract, you sold your rights to Viacom, they got the right to do what they want to do with um with your projects. You gave it to them. You like you talk about it's like it's like slavery and they ripped them off and you didn't get paid for it. Well, if you did get paid for it, you got this contract, your contract expired, but your work, your body of work is still relevant and they got it and they make more money off of it. That's the only thing 
he tried to reach back like, damn, like, if I actually knew my show was bigger than what it was, I would have signed longer, you know. And then when they tried to give him the, um, the third season, he walked away from the money. So why you sign that much, that contract in? Because you know your brand was bigger than that. You go and hide it, do your thing. Actually, like I said, go and hide it, but like you turn down the money, you bounce out, you know, come back out, start doing little, little small stand-ups, you know, you, people still like you. So, all right, well, Netflix saw that people still like you. All right, here you go. Um, can you do some special for us? Yeah, the dude said he had four specials already taped. The shit he gave Netflix is already recorded already. That was no new material he gave. Like, here, $60 million. You can laugh about that and talk about that shit, you know. You just gave him some old shit and everybody watched it. But you worry about some old shit you did when you saw, when you signed on the dotted line. You know, it gave your rights away to Viacom. Yeah. Yeah, we should go to Viacom. So what did, you, what did he just do? This is what everybody's looking short-sighted and not seeing the whole picture. He was a young young father-to-be that took a deal. Not realizing that he's been on how many pilots that didn't get picked up, that he was looking for his big break. He left home with the, and his father told him when, if name your price, if it gets too expensive, leave. So it's a lot of, it's a lot of shit that goes, that's involved with it. And if you heard him, the lawyers, the lawyer he had read it was at the table. They was buddy buddy with the lawyers that mm-hmm. that did it. So he said, "What the problem with our community that we don't have people looking out for our best interest? What's the purpose of gaining this higher level of fame?" He talked about how Kevin Car- Kevin Hart has done little to nothing with his platform when it comes to black people. Now let's look at what he just did. He admitted to his fault. He told, he told, got on stage and told everybody what went wrong and why it went wrong. It wasn't just for him. So before you go in here signing this contract, no matter what your your uh, your situation is, get somebody else to look at. It. And what's the point of being this fucking famous and having everybody follow every move you make if you ain't gonna use it? So what did he just do? He showed you. That I can be, you can get to a certain level and be strong and big enough to take down Viacom. I can take on a corporation, a multinational, however many fucking channels of media, whatever angles of media they in. I can at least I can go to war with. He, he won a battle. I know he, he gonna fuck around and lose it because he ain't <laughs> gonna get it back. But he he won something. We all we all talk. All I hear is about for the culture. Everything I fucking hear from the fucking the rap battle last week to this shit to anything else, everybody say for the culture. Nobody has said this and paid attention to what the man did. He finally took what he all that hard work he lost, whatever, walked away, all that shit, came back bigger and better. Mm-hmm. And he walked and he told the motherfuckers, hey, if you want to keep if you want to keep fucking with me, take that shit off. That is the biggest power move I've ever seen in, yeah. in entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. And on top of it, it was a, it was a nigga did it. Mm-hmm. So this shit was way bigger than just him bitching and moaning about a contract. It, it, he was bitching and moaning about it, but fuck it. You got a right to. You can't even use your name as a show. If he said if I want to do another show like it, I can't call it a Dave Chappelle show, even though I'm fucking Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. Like TLC, that's nigga, that's them nicknames. 
That's what it go by. That's, but I'm saying that's, that's the brand. Them fucking nicknames. That's the this, brand. This, this nigga, that's government name. Yeah. This is what his mom and daddy call it. Mom and daddy say, Dave, get, get your ass in the room. And I can't use it on. So you see. It's the same thing with Prince, though. But he right. said it, right. Mm-hmm. But, Prince, but Prince is still a different it's still a moniker. That ain't your, your guy. Prince's name. Prince's name? Yes. Oh, shit. Prince Roger Nelson. Even better. <laughs> that's why he's my favorite artist. <laughs> but, but that shit, that's that's how the shit goes. So it was Prince that did it first. Said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna come out and not even not even go by my goddamn name." So he can he can get where the fuck he get the idea from? Prince. And he came yeah, by. Yeah, he already doing was, this shit. Was close friends, so yeah. So he already doing this shit, and he did something successful. It wasn't. I have no problem with it. And people say it ain't no use in complaining. Shit, he just showed you it is, it is a use in complaining if you complain to the right motherfucker. So, what's, yeah, the, what's, I, what's the point of doing it? I mean, so now I said, Dan Prince already got the money from him. I mean, they going to make money for him regardless if they took that or not. That's fine. But so the, I mean, so the, the rest of the world, I don't want every Viacom. If I show if I show the world I can talk to Netflix and say, and tell these people that love me so much, that love my show, mm-hmm. I love that show. Right. I, but I knew he wasn't going to get paid for it, so I have not watched it on Netflix yet. I stopped watching the shit on Comedy Central a couple of years ago when the shit would come on. Because I know he's not getting paid. So if I can tell all my fans, what's the, is that, so what's the point of having all these motherfuckers say yeah. you're the greatest, all these people follow you, if I can't say, hey, do not watch this goddamn show. Mm-hmm. I know you love it. I know you love it because I love it. I made the motherfucker. I know the shit funny. Mm-hmm. But if you love me, like you say you do, do not watch this shit. Mm-hmm. And if everybody does not watch this shit, what's the point of airing that shit? So now, if nobody's watching, you cannot you cannot air that bitch because your advertising ain't getting shit. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna have to take it off. Now you just got this you got this shit sitting there. That's your own. They can own it, but where are you gonna show it? That's what he's trying to tell you. You own it. I've got my, I got whatever little money I got from it. Mm-hmm. You got whatever money you got, and we done. That bitch. I don't. I don't want nobody else watching it. If nobody's watching it, it's being shown. I can sell it back to him. Yeah. Ooh, that's worth. So I mean, I, and that's the, and that's what Ian's saying is like. Yeah, you you can't erase what happened. Mm-hmm. All you can do is try to try to change it if you can. For the future, right? You know, what I mean, it's almost like, you know, you you go into a you go to a restaurant, and they treat you wrong, and you get on the internet, right. man, fuck mm-hmm. this restaurant. But you don't pay your meal, you don't pay, <laughs> you don't pay right. for your food, ate right. your food. <laughs> but listen, they they don't fuck me over. Don't nobody else go in there. If you fuck with me, don't go in there. And then the restaurant gets shut down because they don't have no more customers. Mm-hmm. They done got their little money, but right. they not getting no more. Yeah, that's all he's trying to do. You know what I mean? Because of how they treated him. Not just that. It's yes. also a strong-ass cautionary tale. Like, everybody's heard certain stories from certain artists, of TLC and all that shit. But it's another, it's a strong-ass argument. Even though he was successful, he got, he got millions of dollars. It's a story to tell you you are worth more than what they're offering. I heard Master P mm-hmm. say this shit, yeah. and a lot of people don't understand and believe it. Is another story, uh, stronger, uh, broader, or bigger, bigger name, a worldwide name, that's coming out and telling you this shit. Mm-hmm. So if we start chipping away at 
they start offering you this shit, but you demand this shit, it slowly but surely starts chipping away all they have, all the the Viacoms and the, and the like have. They can't strong arm everybody anymore. So if everybody gets their shit together and realizes what they're worth, Viacom Viacom can't lowball people and start stealing shit like they've been doing. So it is a change. It's a it's a step in the right direction, and the niggas still out here and did it. We all see what the fuck happened when, when you fuck around and go against the media company. So you usually, you usually don't laugh, exactly. You usually don't laugh. Yeah. 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 He sat out here and did the shit. Yeah. Yeah. I applaud Dave for uh, taking that stance. I, you know, um, I kind of got a heart for artists and creatives and you know, that go through that kind of thing. Like, you know, Curtis was saying that, you know, when you're young and you're impressionable and, you know, dollars are short, you do want to, you know, get that quick buck. Um, but, you know, it's a lot of things that I want to say, but I mean, in all actuality, I mean, it's, it's uh, yeah, we should have somebody that, you know, could kind of, you know, mentor us and, you know, tutor us when we, sit down at the table and sign these contracts. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, these, these corporations, they've been around for as long as they've been around for obvious reasons. You know, they're good at, you know, jerking and, you know, screwing over folks left and right. They got great lawyers. Ironclad. Ironclad contracts, you know, sharks the lawyers, the whole nine. So, yeah, I mean, do I feel bad for Dave? Absolutely. You know, I, I would like to see... Why? Because, like Ian was just saying, like, he created a great sitcom. Two seasons of a great sitcom that... Like Ian was saying, like when they came on Netflix, I was watching the whole first season. I had it playing in the background, the white noise, and I was falling asleep. And then I'd be watching season two while I'm, you know, working from home. The moment that he said, "I don't feel bad for him like that," though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I feel where he I don't feel necessarily bad for him, but I feel him. Yeah, I can't feel. Can't feel bad for a millionaire. Yeah, he can wipe his tears with his goddamn money. <laughs> I, feel, I respect that. That's one thing. It's like, he not getting royalty checks off that? None. None. Like, Viacom, Viacom, look look, look what they're doing to Nick Cannon. Yeah. You know, when when they booted Nick Cannon out, like, Nick Cannon all essentially got blackballed for mm. the shit that he said. That Wildin' Out show, that's Viacom. Viacom, Universal, uh, who the fuck ever else. Yeah, but like, with, with Wildin' Out, he, that's Nick Cannon. He created the show, but he does not own the show. I mean, I mean, he has he has his, he has his own you know production, but unfortunately, like you know, Viacom is, you know, Viacom is the powers that be. Universal is the powers that be. Well, that's he, NBC he should know Disney. better to, to negotiate that shit because he's been around for years, man. Well, I mean, you you don't you don't foresee, you know, fuck ups like that. You know what I'm saying? You don't foresee you saying, you know, some shit out the side of your mouth. As long as the checks is rolling in, you th- you're thinking. No, I'm fine. talking about like when he signed that first contract with Viacom, he should negotiate with I own the rights to my stuff. You know what I'm saying? He probably was. He probably was what? thinking the same way Chappelle was thinking. Like, yeah. okay, this is just a little gimmicky show. We're gonna ride this out for a season or two and see how it go. And then, but I, but this is not my bread and butter. Like Nick Cannon, his bread and butter was whatever he came out, you know, as he came out, he was, what, singer, actor, yeah, oh yeah. whatever. And he had all sorts of shit on Nickelodeon. All right, yeah. so question for you then. Since you're the creator of this podcast, what you gonna do? As far as what? Like, we get to that point, they come to us with some contracts, like, all right, well, 
I'm going to sign you guys for X amount of dollars. So Viacom come and they say, we got five, ten million dollars to pick up your podcast. What you going to do? So I'll tell you, and I've been, I've been wrestling with that shit for quite a while now. First off, um, it ain't, it ain't going to be no signing over. Like, cause see, here's a, it's not going to be as clear and cut as saying, I want to give you five to $10 million for, for your podcast. A lot of these, a lot of these companies, they want the intellectual property and rights because it's essentially on a, on a great day. It's eight personalities here on the show. So when they say, okay, you know what? We want Raleigh, Kurt, Ian, James, Jew, and Jay Banks, you know, mm-hmm. we want all of y'all. When they see the numbers that we putting up and they see the subscribers and all sorts of, you know, good things that's associated with it, they're going to want, like, they're going to want to attach a stigma onto that. Well, not a stigma, but, like, an extension onto that where, like, okay, we want everything associated with y'all. You're not getting everything associated no. with us. Exactly. <laughs> like, I got shit that I'm working on. You got shit that you working on. You got stuff that you working on. Everybody, you got stuff that he wrote. Everybody got something, you know, going on. So it's not going to be like, yeah, I would, I would love for all of us to be able to, you know, they come to the table and be like, yo, we want to give y'all $10 million. Like, let's be honest right now, $10 million. If they gave, if they gave all eight of us like $10 million, I ain't talking about individually. Mm-hmm. They gave all of us $10 million. That shit could benefit all of us substantially. Yeah. But, however, but, <laughs> You know, we not, we not, I ain't gonna, I mean, I, I don't want to, I'm not arrogant to say, no, nah, I don't want your $10 million because the shit that we doing right now could be like further down the line and it can blow up or whatever the case may be. But also too, I'm, I'm going to come to y'all first. That's the first thing. I'm going to come to y'all first and be like, yo, this is what's going on right now. So what if, what if we all like, well, shit, $10 million, so we get what, two, two point something million dollars a piece? Y'all get two, I'll take the rest. I'm reading. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading. Or I'm yeah, reading. y'all take or y'all take five and we split the rest. But even still, like, so if they come and, and we say yeah. I'ma make sure that it's something that's in that contract that says that if we agree on it, if we agree on having this pod distributed and marketed and housed and all the production and edited crap is like taken care of by Viacom. Or whomever, then it's like okay, y'all are getting this podcast only. That's it. You're not getting our YouTube distribution. You ain't getting that ten million. You're not getting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're not. You know, because it's like when you 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 came to us for what reason? For the pot. So you so so, so you turn it so you so you'll turn it down if they don't give you what you want. We gonna have to make sure that that shit makes sense. That's what I'm gonna say. Okay. Because you you're not just gonna take. The podcast, and then all of a sudden, because they come, in, like, it's it's interesting. So they they come to us for the podcast, right? Right. But once they find out like, the the different things that we do yeah. as a whole, yeah, they will try to pay back off that shit. Like, me, me and Curtis, touch that. me and Curtis had this conversation, um, one day, um, outside of the pod, and he and I were talking about this, and to go further than that, another podcast that I admire, uh, the Joe Budden podcast. They went through a similar thing with Spotify, uh, one of the one of the stations that I mean, one of the digital service providers that we're we're on. Spotify saw the numbers that Joe was putting up on the scoreboard. Mm-hmm. They wanted everything that Joe was doing. They wanted the Joe Button podcast. They wanted to pull up on YouTube. 
they wanted Rory's whatever Rory is doing music wise. They wanted, I guess, like, and I and I don't mean to speak for these fellas, but it, it essentially, like, that's that's what was disclosed was like, okay, they wanted stuff that was associated with him. Mm-hmm. Joe said no, mm-hmm. and they left some money on the table. But you know, from the sound of things, he went to them and was like, "Yo, fellas, this is, you know, this is the bag that we they, we can get." When you realize like your worth, like you know, we yeah. knocking on forty, whatever the case may be. God willing, it's many more years of creativity and life, you know, ahead of us or whatever. Yeah. So it's like, I got, like I said, like with things that I'm writing, as far as like sitcoms and movies and all sorts of stuff like that. It's like, yeah, do you go ahead and sign like all your intellectual stuff over all your writing and things like that and it's like now you're getting paid ten million dollars you know and everything got to go through everything's got to go through uh you know viacom or iheart or spotify or apple and then it's like curtis drop his you know his his production company his publishing blow up you know you have like a nationally you know marketed basketball camp in 30 states and it's like now you're pigeon held for ten million dollars. That's all you got. That shit is not. No, fair. you just got two. Yeah, you yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> yeah, you got two million dollars. So, you know what I'm saying? Like now, you got, you got all these ball players is coming. Yeah, but that, I mean, I, but it's but it, you know, this is a different situation because there's so many moving parts. It is right. If it was so, we're so you know to kind of go backwards. If they offered you ten million dollars. For the podcast? For the podcast. For the podcast, yeah. That's it. Like I said, I will come to y'all first, make sure this is something that y'all are cool on, but it can't go beyond the podcast. Uh, man, you just employees, bro. Come on, Melvin, don't do that. <laughs> James Johnson and his famous plane. <laughs> so, like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, you're getting a podcast. Like that's what that's what I'm doing. I'm sitting down with whoever is coming to us and they're saying, "Yo, we, we listen to the podcast again. The numbers that y'all putting up is warrants, blah blah blah. This is what we want to give y'all for the pod." Okay, that's you're you're coming to us because of the podcast. Mm-hmm. You don't know anything else that we got going on outside of this. So that ten million dollars that you want to give us, you know, you got. Yeah, but they came to Dave Chappelle about the Dave Chappelle show. They not he, he not giving them money for anything else, is he? Well, another thing no, too is like this the show. None of our names is attached to this. You're getting Knights of the Roundtable podcast, so you're not getting anything associated with James on any you know whatever. Yeah. You're not you're not getting Curtis or Riley anything like that. You're getting Knights of the Roundtable podcast. You want to, you know, brand that moniker or whatever. You want to set us up a web store for mm-hmm. shirts and shit like that and advertisement. By all means, yeah. you're you're giving us ten million dollars more than what we had when we first started. Yeah, and I, but I, and I think that's the that's the that's the biggest difference, right? I mean, it's, it's we can have this conversation and be comfortable having a conversation because at the end of the day, the podcast is nice at the round table, and we just happen to be the nights at the round table, right? Right? Mm-hmm. Like you know, if they come to us, it's nice at the round table, and that's it. Like there ain't no, you know what I mean? It ain't mm-hmm. okay. It's this this James. You know, and, and 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 Curtis and Raleigh and Ian and Anthony and, and Drew and mm-hmm. and Jade and Aaron and the Knights at the Round Table. Like it's not all that. It's right. just Knights at the Round Table. So right. it's a little different, you know. Because they okay, if you want to pay us, you know, pay ten million for Knights at the Round Table. 
Fuck yeah. yeah, like, yeah that's what I'm saying. Because like, that's all you getting. Because we right. exactly according to the world, like that's what we, that's what we are to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But once we leave this podcast and, and we're not recording on this podcast, we're eight individuals. Exactly. All yeah. doing different things. So. But for Dave Chappelle, you took that man's name. It, like, you know what I mean? So so you know, like to go to 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 go back to it. It's almost his own fault for having his own name. <laughs> well, yeah, for, for naming the show after him. For I naming mean, the show yeah. after himself. I mean, you could say it's cocky, but, you know, it's, it's a Chappelle show. Yeah. Cool. So, cause what he do? what's um, his his um his concert thing it's called? He was at, um, like, The Roots and Eric Badu was performing at Oh, the, the Block Party, the Dave Chappelle yeah. Block Party. Yeah, so, yeah, he threw his name on that, too, so... <laughs> So because it's because it's Dave Chappelle's block party, do, does Viacom get a piece of that? Because that it's I'm, Dave Chappelle, or that I'm not sure of. Or is it just? Or is it just? I think he just Dave Chappelle's the, show. The, the, the Dave Chappelle show. I think he just signed. Well, he did say his 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 likeness, his names, and perpetuity, and all of that. So I'm I'm not sure because you got to. Well, shit. Up. If they did, they probably sponsor it though. So yeah, because you got to keep in mind too, mm-hmm. like your name is carrying that block party. Right. Yeah, if so you, you just, just come can't out with some put your name on stuff. Period. Like just. And that you know, I mean, that's that's just a mistake that that was made. Like, don't put your don't put your actual name on on stuff. You know what I mean? You know, with with the whole TLC thing, like they can still do other stuff. Dave Chappelle, yeah, just can't perform as TLC. It just so happened that they blew up as as that. You know, as people kind of know them as, but T Boss can come out with her solo album. Mm-hmm. You know, or Chili can come out with her solo album and still mm-hmm. use the name Chili and T Boss. They just can't use TLC. From what I'm understanding, yeah. you know what I mean, I don't know. From what I know, yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking too. But oh yeah, so that's I mean, whatever. Yeah. Teacher moment. That's off the teacher. There you go. Nah, I don't know what the hell y'all talking. Y'all go ahead. He said the best, man. It was, it was a teacher moment. He learned early yeah. in his career, man. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. all black males do. It was know? a teacher moment for. Right, for, for now, yeah, for everybody yeah, else now, for everybody yeah. that's got yeah. some. So he he, he, he took the, the the he fell on the bulk of yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. See what I did, see what they how they did me. Mm-hmm. Avoid this in the future. That's that's one of the reasons why, you know, like again, some of the conversations again that we have like behind the scenes, like you say like, yo, this is your baby, this is your idea, yada yada yada. It's like that's one of the many reasons that I would I'm hesitant. To like, you know, like put my name on shit because it's like, it's like, this is this is a brand name instead of my name. Yeah. You know, like you're not gonna slap James's name on this. Like we might be. But you know, if you do some bullshit, we coming after your ass. So me, (laughs) who, all of us. Y'all already know how I get down. I'm I'm coming to y'all first with the the contract. I ain't gonna just. But the same time, you know, right? But the same time, you know, if you if you do sign your name without us knowing, we whoop your ass. No, hey, ten million dollars. Hey, man, they can they can use my name. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, Andrew. <laughs> so, hey, Andrew, join us. <laughs> I don't know what you, what the arguing about, but hey, ten, ten million dollars. Hey, hey, sign that shit immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Got me on tape. <laughs> and what else we got, man? <laughs> All right, so we go, we go, we go, we go jump into the big thing that happened uh, last night was the uh, the Tyson fight, the Tyson card. Uh, 
before we go into the main event, we're going to run down the card real quick. And um, most notably, most notably, I ain't going to even go into it. What are we running down the card for? I don't I'm, know I'm not going to. Yeah, the I'm other just fights gonna, outside of the two. The last or, yeah, we just talk about the two fights. I mean, the two winners that made the, uh, the Jake Paul and uh, Nate Robinson fight that the internet wasted absolutely no time on. No time at all, man. Um, Nate Robinson ain't had no business being in the ring. Uh, y'all, y'all go ahead and jump in on that. No, man. I mean, I, you can't say he don't have no business being in the ring because I mean, because he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't say that because shit, he shows you. Say <laughs> whatever you want, that motherfucker shows you. No <laughs> business with sleep, man. That dude was talking shit. You know, Nate Robbins came out talking shit to um to the Paul cat. So what? So I, okay. So, so what that's, I, a, that's a boxing life, though. Yeah. Somebody lose and somebody get knocked yeah, out. Well, no, you just happen to be the dude. But so so how how did it come about? Like why why Nate why Nate Robinson and Jake Paul? Anybody know that? I don't know the backstory yeah. of it. I, I, mean, I just know like it was, like, it was some shit talking that happened yeah. like online and like Jake Paul like I don't I'm not up on dude but Jake Paul like he he been in, he been involved in a lot of controversial shit uh, online. But he's a YouTuber, so yeah, yeah so he's trying to keep a, himself to fame, relevant. Yeah. yeah, and then you know Nate Robinson just starts talking shit to him. I guess just trying to be relevant. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, and that's what happened. And he got what he wants. Yeah, yeah. he got, he Punk, got his attention. jump up to get beat down. That's right, straight up. Like Dave Chappelle said, "Keep the real goes wrong." Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> he got he got put to sleep last night. Yeah, I didn't see it, but um, yeah, I mean, I guess the dude already had a, a professional boxing. Yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Now, well, that's a whole lot more. Yeah, <laughs> a big ass head start. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, he won one. by TKO. Like, mm, yeah, I don't know. But that's all I got on that. I, I, I don't know. I don't know nothing about it. But. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, well, so I, I'll give, I'll give my own kind of like, a uh, couple cents about it, just because, in in Nate and Nate Robinson's. Uh, Kind of defense. I've I've seen it. So I've one of the kids I coached um, in basketball. He turned. He became a. Um, he's he wants to become an MMA, MMA fighter. So they put him into a, a start him off with bo- actual boxing first. You know to kind of groom him and get him ready because that's the only way you can kind of fight. You can't just jump mm-hmm. into MMA or else you're gonna probably be chancellor. Yeah, you can get you know, fucking around and be hurt for mm-hmm. life. Yeah. Right. So they put him into boxing. Right. So. Um, you know, I remember this kid as, as now this is a year removed from high school that he's, you know, during his high school season, he's like, look, you know, I don't really want to play basketball in college. I want to become a fighter. So we like, man, I don't, you sure? Like, you know what I mean? Just not saying that he couldn't, but it's like, mm-hmm. I don't know you from fighting. I know you as a basketball player and you are a tough basketball player. So I can see you fighting, but you know, if you don't, if you ain't grow up fighting, how are you going to jump in at 18, 19? And say he want to fight. So, um, so anyway, he you know prepared himself for the fight. I went and saw the fight. It was uh, at one of the, the whatever ballroom downtown Cleveland that they do a lot of the stuff at. I went and watched the fight. Watched him fight, and it was almost like a similar situation. Well, opposite, right? So he's nineteen. The guy he fought was like twenty eight, and was like an amateur boxer. <laughs> You know that had a had a record. This is his first fight ever. You know, uh, my guy. So we go into the fight, and we're just like, just just don't get knocked out, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Just last the fight, and we're wa- I'm watching him fight, 
and it was similarly to how Nate Robinson was. Like, throw a couple punches, wrap up. You know what I mean? But the couple punches that he's throwing is like, haymaker, half a jab, oh shit, wrap up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And he was luckily able he was able to, to survive the fight and actually didn't do wet, didn't do bad considering. You know what I mean? So as I'm watching, I'm like, damn, this just looks just like <laughs> you know what I saw before. Um, so in Nate's defense, like, well, not in Nate's defense, but I can relate to what Nate <laughs> was going through because I saw it. Kind of relate to him getting, getting into the ring. Now, yeah. what happened in the ring? I don't know. You know, I can't. I don't know about that. But uh, he sees some dude, I, and I don't know what the dude do or nothing. But he saw some dude. I guess he wanted to. One of a, uh, a not likable dude, I guess, and he don't like him. So who who doesn't? I I guess you're if you're in that internet lifestyle, who doesn't talk shit about people on the internet? Right. And you know, and I can see how you got pulled in. The words has you know had consequences. But it was like <laughs> the part that the part that kind of blew me was like Nate's five nine. I think he got up to 180-something for the fight. The dude had to be like 6'2". 6'1". 6'1", but he had he looked like he was about 2-something. No, he was only like 190. That nigga knew. But he, been, he, he, he had he a real fight. He had a real fight. Right, right. he's been training, though. He fought before. Don't write checks. That's <laughs> can't cash, man. That's exactly what. Like, the, the story you told, dude wanted to learn how to fight. So he was in the process of learning how to fight. I don't think he got in. Was talking shit. I'm about to come in and whoop this old ass man. No, no, he didn't. Not at all. He wasn't out there bitch calling for calling for the action. Yeah. This nigga brought this on himself. Yeah, he actually. This is what you wanted. Nah, you can't say the nigga was he was this much bigger, this much bigger. You knew the nigga was whatever. You knew knew who you was trying to fight. You knew who he fought. You know his trend. You came in talking shit to this guy. You came out here talking cash money shit, (laughs) and he whooped that. I don't. It don't look like he ever had a fight this goddamn life. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. He, he walked in that ring and thought thought punches didn't hurt. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that motherfucker learned quick. Yeah, he, he put his face all in the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that nobody taught that nigga. The first part of boxing is not to get hit. Right. The art of boxing is, is to avoid <laughs> getting hit. And I thought he went in like, all right, well, as long as I rush him and throw some punches, I'll be cool for six rounds. Like, no, that ain't last long. Cause said, like I said, Ant said, this dude had a previous fight. He been training for years. For this, like, he knows to expect. He, he adjusted and learned from his first fight. That he won. Right. Like, oh, he right. won the fight that he, he won, won, he won, won by TKO. Yeah. yeah, he won the first one. Yeah, so they think since he played in the NBA, he won three slammed up contests. Two of them was, was fraudulent. They tried out for the Seahawks. So now you're trying boxing. You can talk shit to this man. He got your ass whooped. But then he tried to switch to Southpaw like he'd been boxing his whole life. <laughs> yeah. I get it. He probably is a, a, a tough little dude to he's be a good athlete. He's, he's play a great football yeah. and all right, that. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. a great athlete. But, uh, yeah, to try to fight somebody who already done crossed the and that, professional. And you know what? <laughs> I, like, hearing all this, it makes, it makes the memes even funnier <laughs> because he really was Martin yeah, going sure. against Tommy Hearns. <laughs> like, <laughs> CBC champ. I'm Turn him into the get hit man. I know. I want a bucket of stuff like shit. And I said, and the, and the best part um, 
I heard for the night was uh, from Sugar Ray Robert, Sugar Ray Leonard. I'm gonna say what Robert said. Yeah, right. Sugar Ray said you, you can't play boxing, and Nate learned the hard way. No, this yeah. this is real shit. You, this ain't no basketball. You can no, you yeah. know. Yeah, you yeah <laughs> basketball. You can just come on the court. You might have a little success here and there. Right. Even against a pro, you can get a layup off but maybe or a, a, some type of you gonna, you uh, make a shot. fluke shot. <laughs> yeah. He turned into a basketball player. Yeah. When that nigga punched him in the back of his head, he went to the ref like, <laughs> Yeah, that's a player, ain't it? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out here popping this shit. <laughs> Turned right back and deep, laid on the ground like, nigga, don't see this shit. <laughs> but, that, but his first, his his, well, not his first mistake. Was getting in the ring. <laughs> but oh, no, his first one was talking shit. You're yeah. right. Yeah. That was the second mistake was getting in the ring. The third mistake was he had on goddamn next colors. Yeah. Right. You come on, man. You <laughs> played for a whole lot more teams than next <laughs> Right. <laughs> like that shit go. Yeah. So the, the the main event. Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones. Are you talking about Shaq versus Barkley? Is that yeah? Because that was that's yeah. I seen that thing too. That that little wrestling match. Fifty uh, four year old Mike Tyson been out of the ring for fifteen years, and uh, Roy Jones, uh, who been out of the ring for two or three years. Now, Roy, Roy, Roy got speed. Roy always knows having speed. But I, you know, me and my dad used to always talk about this a lot. Roy ain't never fought nobody. I, I stand on that until I'm, I'm, I'm dead and gone. Roy ain't did never fight like retired police officers, like old chefs. He ain't fight on. Um, no. Was it with was Hopkins in his ass? He ain't fight like Dana uh, Hoyer or somebody like that. He's a better competition than Mike Tyson. And one. I don't know. Who Mike Tyson beat that when he shot? Who did he? Mike Tyson fought some soldiers, man. Who? Frank Bruno. (laughs) 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 But no, man, like... So it's like, okay, you're you're going into it like, okay, maybe I'm gonna get a little flicker of that, and you saw, you got it from Mike a little bit with the head bobbing and the hard charge. Still got it. You know, maybe a body shot here, but you know, after 15 years off, that first two minutes, that's it. 
You know, I'm done. And, and and after that first round, or shit, towards the end of the first round, you shit. heard Roy Jones yeah. the whole rest of the fight. Right, that dude was sitting there hard as hell. Like, he couldn't even breathe. Like, like, fuck I'm doing out here. Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, it was cool. But, you know, like we talked about, like, you know, for... I didn't realize it was a, it was a, uh, you know, charity event or whatever it was mm-hmm. to where there's no champion. And if you watch the fight and pay attention to it, they're trying not to hurt each other. Yeah, cause and get hurt. Right. Because Mike had a lot of open shots that he could have he could have easily slept for, but you know it was all in the spirit of you know good fun and competition. But uh, you, you could tell you could tell it wasn't it wasn't meant to be a, a real fight. <clears throat> but uh, and they, and their mind their mindsets their minds are in a different place. They're like, man, we fifty. I'm not trying to hurt you for real. Right. No more. I think Mike's mindset was in a different place, and Roy's mindset was in a different. Roy was trying not to. Roy didn't know what the fuck he was gonna get from Mike, and I think Mike kind of had to dial it back a couple well, shit, times. That's everybody who ever fought Mike. Uh-huh. I think. Yeah, I think. I don't know. I, I think at, at the end of the fight, Mike won no more. He like, we gonna do this again. Yeah. Like the man, like, yeah, motherfucker, we, we ain't done yet. I have fun. You have fun. We doing this shit again. And Roy wasn't really like. Roy wasn't having that nah, shit. Nah, he was like, nah, man. You know, I'm, 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 I'm gonna go back to Pensacola. I'm gonna talk to my family. My folks hold his ribs. Like, man, no. Nah. They like, Roy, like, man, he, my punches hurt. Like, my ribs hurt. Like, shit. <laughs> I ain't doing this shit again. Yeah. Cut my check. <laughs> <laughs> shit. I know when Mike got done, like, hell, Wiz Khalifa and Snoop was in the back having a good ass time. You know, blazing up and shit. Had to. Yeah, but you gotta mm-hmm. understand, I mean, you know, almost, almost. <laughs> Similar situation to, to how we were talking about before. Like, Mike never left fighting. Like, I mean, he, you know, I mean, he went through his little situation with jail and then, but then he got into martial arts, so he never really stopped like competing or, you know, I mean, like just mm-hmm. staying in shape, staying in it. I mean, okay, let people tell it Roy Jones just stopped fighting three years ago or however long that was, but how many fights did he have? Leading up to it, it was right. one every ten years until then. I'm sure somewhere around there. So he had given it up. He just do it, you know, here and there. So it's like take an easy purse, you know. Yeah, it's payback. Like it's a different, like you said, it's different mindsets from both from both fighters. And I think that's what probably said the most, the most by Mike Tyson. Like 15, 20 years ago, Mike Tyson, his mindset would be whole completely different. You know, he'd have been he'd been trying to take Roy's head off. Yeah, he'd been angry. You saw a calmer, family-oriented Mike Tyson last night, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I got bigger things with my. He was like, "I ain't do this. I ain't. I'm not doing this for the money. I'm doing this for the fun and for the young people. Not the young people. Um, the other retired boxers like had the purse. And because I can. Yeah, because he can. And then like he giving money to um other boxers that's coming up with us or retired already. So like he he doing it for that. He said he's a humanitarian right now. That's what his whole purpose is right now. Mm-hmm. That and selling weed. That's that's what he want to do right now. Yeah, he's a much calmer Mike Tyson, kind of gentler and friendlier. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Nigga's fifty, man. Mm-hmm. What, what else he supposed 50, to do? Man, you can't stand that mold all your life mm-hmm. <laughs> and be free. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah, what you got, man? Another setup for the COVID. <laughs> Basically, we got set up the with the with the virus shit. So now this. Right, it's cool as hell out there. Just a, uh, but goddamn, it gotta be winter, man. Like yeah. this is, you telling everybody, showing people that everybody get a goddamn prize again. 
Everybody get a trophy. Yeah, everybody, everybody, yeah, everybody get a trophy. Nah, I don't give a fuck if it was an exhibition or nothing. Then you know it's a setup. But then Jones still up there talking, talking shit, talking about he don't fight for no draw. Right. Who said that? Roy Jones had to fight. He like after the fight. Yeah. yeah. When they were doing the interview, he's like, Nah, I don't fight for no draw, nigga. I, draw, I fight for title. I wait draws. <laughs> nigga, you just you got your you over there and while, while he was holding his yeah, ring. You want fuck the number? Who them? He was holding. I ain't never seen a nigga hold his arms like that before. He refused to move his arms. Like, I'm black. He was still blocking his ribs when the fight was over. <laughs> yeah, for you to get up there and talk shit. So basically, it was a WWF, or no, excuse me, WWE event. It was orchestrated. So we all just happened to have two belts standing by, but y'all ain't keeping score, but y'all gonna give everybody a belt. I think they kept score, though. I mean, it but, was. Nigga, there ain't no way in the world they can no, score. It, no, it was. It wasn't a way that was a draw. <laughs> no, it wasn't. That's what I said. I think they, they at the end, they made it a draw. Yeah. Because I think the first two judges had Mike Tyson winning, and the last judge had, um, um, it's a split decision. They probably no, all had they them. They probably, it, cause it was like a, like a five-minute gap, you know, saying it's just the numbers and shit, but I, I recorded the shit. Cause I think I, I swear. No, I remember at the, at the beginning of the fight they, they said was they have points. judges yeah. that are keeping score. And they were scoring the fight each yeah. round. So like yeah. the first like I swear for like round through six they kept on at, in each round they show who was winning the fight. And like the first two judges had Mike Tyson winning the fight, and the third judge had Floyd win, um, Roy Jones win, and then at the end they magically had a draw. That was for the cult. For that bullshit. <laughs> this bullshit that keep hitting. That was a. I didn't like that part. Like I, I like them getting out there and fighting, yeah. even though even though they ain't trying to kill each other. That part cool because they is old. But don't come out here and tell me it's gonna be a fight, and ain't no exhibition fight or, exhibition or not. And I'm seeing toward towards the end of the fight, Roy missed a shot or left himself wide open. Yeah. And I saw Mike do that classic. Uh, he had the classic uppercut mm-hmm. that he could have from mm-hmm. off the floor, and he did not throw that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is this is bullshit. I knew it. It's cool. Again, again, it's cool to see him out there. Fuck that. <laughs> I'm glad I ain't paid for it. <laughs> you ain't getting, you ain't stealing fifty goddamn dollars from me. <laughs> <laughs> Not for that shit. That's what, that's what it costs, man. Yeah, what cost? Well, we ain't gonna talk about how we beat it, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't paid for that shit. I respect it. Yeah, I ain't paid for it. I ain't gonna tell you how I ain't paid for this shit. But what's the good cost? The uh, retired boxers that straight. They fought. Same for like Dave Chappelle. They fought. They blew. They blew their money. Same for like Dave Chappelle. <laughs> but, I'm, but I'm not paying for Dave Chappelle. Well, they ain't, they ain't Mike. <laughs> I'm not paying for this nigga. Mike ain't blow his money. Don King took his money, but that's another story. Well, he's doing for other fighters though. That's coming up in and, and they, shit. I saw something this morning that I didn't notice that um, when Mike, when this thing whole thing came together, Mike put the invite out there for a few fighters to 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 challenge him. Rory was the only one that took they accepted the challenge. Who the fuck could still fight? No, I saw. No, I mean, after, I don't know if it was. I don't know if it was younger fighters. No, for a real talk. After like Roy Jones accepted the fight, then Holyfield talked about he had to fight. He want to fight Tyson. Come on, man. Yeah, Holyfield. I said that shit too. Yeah, I'm Who? I'm glad you took it. Yeah. <laughs> fuck that nigga. <laughs> I want next. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see how this nigga looks. Steve. No, Holyfield already beat him twice. Like, that nigga did it here, man. We got this is like. Yeah. It's a rubber match. You're right. <laughs> yeah, he beat him again, though. He finished business. Yeah. yeah. yeah that first one counts. Yeah, I wouldn't want to, because you, like you said, he never know what you're going to get out the middle. Uh-huh. He fucking around, have a flashback with a mental conniption. Right. And go and go hog wild and fuck. Yeah. I'm going to take your nose now. I ain't, I ain't. <laughs> 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 
see that I ain't last gonna lie, when, I, when I did see like Tyson head like you know nestled in uh, Roy Jones's neck, I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> start don't thinking, do it, Mike. Don't yeah, do I started it. thinking about it like, ah, oh, don't not. Mm-hmm. Let that shit go, man. Mike is is a changed man. He really is. He really is. And what you got on it, bro? I didn't see that shit. <laughs> I didn't believe the hype. I wasn't into. I mean, I, I mean, it's cool if you want to be entertained and you know you got entertained. But that's all it was—just entertainment. That, that, I don't think that shit would entertain me. So no. I was like, I'm not even. No. I don't want to see this uh, washed-up Mike Tyson fight a washed-up Roy Jones. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I don't. I guess if I was a big boxing dude, maybe, but I mean, I, yeah, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have got nothing for that. And I, and, I, and I think I'm hoping they got some money. They kept some money. I hope it was just way for charity. Like, I mean, but he got paid. You know, he got their purses. Ain't no, I, I didn't mean charity. It was, it was like there, there was no like winner. They said there was nobody that was gonna win or lose. Well. Well, we know Nate Robinson lost, right? <laughs> 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 that moment was real. So no, I know what happened. Somebody would have lost. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, but I, but you know, it's it's in their situation, it's a little bit easier to control it because they're professionals. So they wasn't he. It, Aiming for the head, like it's not the chance that they want them. Well, there was a chance, on. but but it's like. You know what I mean? Like, okay, them being professionals for years, they can control the punch to, to, to takes a little bit off at the end. You know what I mean? Here and there, or not throw a punch here and there, like like y'all just said. Like, there was opportunity for Mike to, yeah. to lay him out, and they didn't. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, it was just too. Like, it was a gentleman's agreement. I get, I get, I get, I get, I get my, my senses go up when uh, a whole bunch of hype starts surrounding. When everybody started talking about the Mike Tyson videos, like, this is set up. Like, you know, <laughs> I mean, like, oh man, Mike Tyson, this Mike, Ty- like they've been hyping this shit up for a year. Like, yeah. man, I mean, I think about I, the money at the end of the day. I like, think if yeah. Mike would have fought somebody that nobody knew, then it might have been a different situation. Mm. But the is, fact is, that is you it know, a real fight, huh? Is it a real fight or like the exhibition situation? Even in an exhibition situation, I think I think Mike. In my personal opinion, I think Mike might have hauled off and hit him if he didn't know who he was and didn't have the respect. You know what I mean? I mm-hmm. think it was like more of a like, okay, this is Roy Jones Jr. We both was good fighters. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like that, to me, to me, it would look like, okay, I'm not about to embarrass you and you probably not going to embarrass me at the same time. Like that they kind already of mutual embarrassed fight. themselves. They, 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 the, the, the end of their careers, neither one of them was good. Like, so... <laughs> Everybody got this perception of Mike Tyson that one year run when he was whooping bombs ass in 22 seconds. Like, the last five years of his boxing, he was getting his ass kicked too. And Roy Jones was getting his ass laid out too. This is the last few fights. So, I mean, that's what that's 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 the last thing I remember about both of them. I, 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 don't, I don't just cut out. The bad part of their career and only focus on. Well, but it's the same. But 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 that's just how the shit go. Like the same way people talk about Jordan and all this shit, him being the greatest, and then you look at his wizard shit, and nobody want to talk about that shit. Like nobody talks about Jordan with the wizards. Yeah, Yeah, but shit don't count. Yeah, (laughs) see what I'm saying? (laughs) I mean, it's 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 different. 
saying if you, if you if you retire and then you come back to play a young man's sport, these niggas will was getting their ass whooped because they lost it. Like, you know, you know, you know who you going to blame? Like, yeah. they didn't step away for four or five years and then come back. I know. I'm just saying, though, like a lot of people stay in whatever moment that they was at their peak in. Like, that would have been like absolutely. that would have been like George. <laughs> that would have been like uh, uh, George uh, George Foreman. Foreman. Like if he came back and he didn't do oh. good, it would have been like, oh well, like you know. Yeah. yeah. I heard he wanted to come back. He should be fighting Mike. Come on, man. He nah. did. I swear to God, I heard he wanted to come Ooh. back. He wanted he to come back. Him. I read that somewhere. Nah, he come he back and do what? Why he was fighting at fifty. <laughs> Like, really, he was fighting for real, like his real boxers. I know, but now you're 20 years out of that shit. He said he can do it. No, he need to sit down and (laughs) kick out some more of the former girls and be cool. (laughs) But, yeah, so that's, that's, uh, that was a pretty, pretty interesting, um, I don't even say interesting, man. It was, it was, it was a good, um, glorified MTV Rock and Jock (laughs) showcase. Because the rap shit threw me off, though, man. The rap shit was awful. Yeah, I you know I, I I like I like YG's music or some of YG's music. I you know his his performance threw me off. I'm not a big Wiz Khalifa fan. Oh, um, Wiz Khalifa performed. Yeah, yeah man, him, French Montana. Yeah. Um, Wayne was supposed to show up, but then they they put Snoop out there because Wayne flaked on there. Yeah, they they sent the plane for him and everything. And he didn't come. So I think he probably still shook. Don't want to show his face because his boy lost the uh, presidency. That's we're not gonna go down that one. But that's that, that's the only thing I can think of because he publicly got out there and endorsed. Oh, that was a paycheck, brother. Like, you think he really was in politics? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe he was probably shook because he couldn't he couldn't travel with guns no more either too. You know, that's the other shit. But anyway, man, it was a it was a a different kind of night. You know, was something that we we never saw. I think you you put it in the chat like we never we here to see you know Mike and Roy fight. So it was it was, it was entertaining at best. It happened. Um. They got us again. Not me. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, we, I don't think none of us paid for it. But oh, no, they got us for our time. You're right. Is that what you're going to do? Like, yeah, like I'm saying, if it was entertainment, <laughs> it is what I yeah. mean. What did you get? I don't remember, like, you know, but I didn't want to give them my hour on that one. <laughs> I, I do my own, I have my own little forms of entertainment that, you know, you know to each his own. All right, well, uh, that's pretty much all we got. Anybody got anything they want to add? Nope. No. Right. Good, man. You know, no. it was. It's always a joy and a pleasure to chop it up with you fellas. Absolutely. So as always, we want to thank everybody for listening, subscribing, liking, commenting, sharing, uh, interacting. Thank y'all again for um, the response and feedback, especially after last episode. Uh, thank y'all for getting the word out. Again, this uh, podcast is growing a lot faster than we had even dreamed of or hoped of and that's with like little to no advertising so if everybody's listening to us like worldwide <laughs> if everybody's yeah. listening to us like worldwide that's messed up that's really messed up um for all y'all that's listening to us on spotify iheart apple continue to do so continue to like follow share comment subscribe you know wherever y'all listen to us you know continue to get the word out we appreciate y'all um as we get ready to close out the year and another month some things will be taking shape. Y'all will find out. You know, we'll let y'all know as soon as they come down the pipe. You got too many coming our way? Ah, I wish, man. We were speaking to his sisters. It might be coming. Yeah, hey, manifest that shit, nigga. Absolutely. There it is. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> trying to quit my job. 
respectfully. Um, official sponsor of the show, Stark Cleveland. Uh, follow Stark Cleveland on Instagram at Stark Cleveland. Um, again, as the holiday season um, gets ready to wrap up after Christmas, everybody's going to have New Year's resolutions to get in shape and get healthy. Uh, tell the folks what you offer and how to, you can get it to them and, again, where they can find you. Um, you can find me at, on Instagram at Stark Cleveland. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. I am the Stark Guy. Um, we offer uh, our Stark Elite H2O, which is our alkaline water. <clears throat> we also offer our joint support pills. Um, everything's all natural. Joint support pills are start, called Stark Movement. Um, you know, that's for any, any joint pain, uh, any inflammation that you have. So instead of taking Aleve, Tylenol, any ibuprofen, um, it's a healthier alternative. Um, and it's all natural, so there's no side effects. Uh, we, offer, we also offer uh, a CBD line. We have CBD drops that are 100% um, absorbable, no flavor. Um, they're tasteless. They're odorless. Um, you know, as soon as you drop them in, you can drink it. Um, you can put it in anything. We also have a CBD water, um, you know, that, that you can just, you know, it, it has the CBD uh, <coughs> ingredients in it, and you just open up and drink it. Uh, we have healthy energy drinks, um, you know, pretty much anything that, that, that can help you health-wise, uh, we have it. Um, you know, all of our products help with your immune system. The water, you know, helps with everything. It absorbs faster, um, fights off cancer, helps you with this COVID disease, so it helps boost your immune system. So, you know, go to startcleveland.startnolimits.com um, to look on the website. We have all our products on there. You know, contact me on, on Instagram at startcleveland. I do have the water uh, locally. I have the joint support pills locally. Um, anything else, you would have to go on the website to order. But, uh, but yeah, that's it. Good stuff, good stuff. So make sure you, you follow them, you hit them up, order. Um, also, to follow uh, Cleveland over everything on Instagram for all your printing needs, um, your hoodies, face masks, uh, sweatshirts. Um, again, printing, follow uh, Cleveland over everything. Um, good holiday gifts to get for people that live in Cleveland and um, even a lot of y'all that live abroad or around the country and then also to um, Diamond Music Group um, Kurt tell them where they, where they can find you and uh, all the services and stuff that you provide yep Diamond Music Group um, dot com I take care of all the kinds of promotion booking I look for artists keep some emails in for um Artists I saw, I got so far. Uh, I had my team look at it. Uh, we'll hit y'all back shortly. But um, keep sending that stuff our way. Is uh, Diamond Music GRP on Instagram and DiamondMusicGroup.com is the official website. So keep on sending that stuff our way. We'll check it out when we get to it. But um, 2021 will be nice for us. Amen. All right, so again, you know, follow us, Start Cleveland, Diamond Music Group in Cleveland over everything on Instagram. Uh, place your orders, follow, subscribe, like, um, let them know exactly what you, you're doing. You know, order your, your healthy supplements, um, inquire about, you know, talent relations and 
production and also to get all your Cleveland over everything merchandise. Um, also, too, as the COVID numbers keep rising around the nation right now, going into the holiday season, now everybody's traveling, doing everything under the sun. You know, just be safe. Keep your family safe. Um, you know, keep everybody around you, little ones, older ones, yourself mainly. Um, wear your mask. Um, don't take the vaccine. Whatever's coming down the pipe, just, you know, just, just, just try to be safe. Um, you know, do what you can. Safeguard yourself. Um, you're not too cool if you, you wear a mask. You know, just it's too much stuff going around right now, especially with this being cold and flu season. You know, a sniffle or slight cough can probably never know. Um, so, yeah, go ahead and get tested. Wear your mask. Take your NyQuil. Take your start. You know, get some sleep. Stay in. Social distance. Do all of that so we can get back to normal, hopefully. And then, you know, Diamond Music Group can have the concerts. And then we can all attend those. And, um, yeah, that's all we got. So, as always, thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for subscribing, liking, sharing, commenting, and following. And uh, we'll talk to y'all again soon. Spark up for the culture. <laughs>